You're listening to The Fit Female Project. I'm Maz. And I'm Chelsea. And we're here to help every woman on her fat loss and fitness journey. We've helped hundreds of women who are desperate for results but don't know where to start. As your coaches, we use evidence-based facts whilst keeping it real so you can look and feel your most confident self without having to give up your social life. Head to our website, www.fitfemaleproject.com to find out how you can join our community. It's really, really good. Or check out our Instagram at fitfemaleproject. Now, let's get to work. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fit Female Project podcast. I'm here with Chelsea. Hello, everybody. Hello, and today we're going to talk you through the four biggest worries that people have when they're on a weight loss journey and they're entering this time of year. We're very aware that we're going into the winter season and people start to get stressed about a few things coming up, namely the C word. (laughs) And lots of festivities. That is Christmas, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And lots of festivities around that. And so we just want to unpack all that in this episode and put your mind at ease a little bit that your progress does not have to be stunted. No. Right, let's go straight in. So probably the thing that people struggle with the most is not getting enough steps. Um, It's cold, it's rainy, we get it. Um, So here's some ways that you can increase them um, and some little hacks. So I've got one, Maz. One of my ones are, (laughs) this is basic, but um, these all add up. So we're going to talk about step bursts. So if you during the summer you're getting loads 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 of nice gorgeous long walks in maybe that's not going to be happening now so let's start doing some step bursts so step bursts can be simple things like taking the stairs instead of uh, taking the escalators or the lifts uh getting up off your desk every now and again <laughs> see if anyone in the office wants a coffee things like that stop parking um in the closest space to to the shop to the entrance of the shop um if you're you know going to a shopping center maybe do a few more steps around there in the warmth all of those steps add up big time yeah it's important to remember just as a refresher that your daily movement is going to be hugely important for your fat loss results and if you're suddenly going from nice sunny weather where you're hitting 10 to 12,000 steps a day to suddenly but getting 6,000 steps, you're going to be burning significantly less calories throughout the day. And then the only way then to get you in the same calorie deficit is to then pull more food from you. So you'll be given less calories, which let's face it, no one wants to do. I don't, I would rather move more and eat more. Um, Always. Always. So it is important. And I would say it's time to push your push yourself through your own limiting beliefs and think, right, I really don't want to go out for a walk. It looks cold out there and a bit miserable and I could stay in and cozy. But do you know what? You're going to feel so much better when you get back. So even if it does mean during the day, if you can go on a walk, walking call, if you can get outside, get some fresh air, get it's like an instant wake-up call as well. Um, 
invest in a good umbrella. <laughs> Just really, Russ really wanted to get that one in there. I really wanted to get that one in because people say I couldn't walk because it's raining and it's like, well, <laughs> you could. Um, but you just got to be, you've got to sort of put yourself out of your comfort zone. However, we do understand that it's pretty miserable to have wet feet as well. So another thing which Chelsea's going to talk about is um, potentially joining a gym for this season. Yeah, so... I would, even if you're like, I don't want to go into the weight section, I still don't feel ready for that, that is fine. But if you find a cheap gym near you and you put your headphones in or you listen to our podcast and you get on that treadmill and you walk, you might feel like going for a little bit of a run, you might want to jump on the bike, you might want to make use of that cardio equipment, uh, then that's fine. I'm doing that. I don't like walking in the rain. So I walk to the gym and then I jump on the tread and put my tunes on and that makes me feel so much better so if you have got the extra cash there to to do that then that might be a good investment you know it doesn't have to be fancy you can go there's some gyms gyms you can do them for like 20 quid a month yeah and some of our clients as well talking about cash (laughs) if you've got some to spare (laughs) then um They've got um, some walking pads, and I think these became popular. I don't know whether they became popular during lockdown, but more and more people seem to have them. And it's like people would call them like desk, like desk pads or something, and you'd walk underneath like walking desks, basically. Um, and so they're tiny little things that you can store super easily, not like a big one that you'd see in the gym. Um, and some of our clients have invested in those and found them really helpful. Um might be worth having a little look into as well but basically what we're trying to say is make sure that you're monitoring your movement and you're not letting that really fall off a cliff at this time of year yeah and it's gonna always 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 make you feel better so that's that one <laughs> that's that done god that's maybe want to go out for a walk <laughs> i know i definitely need to after this Ooh. need a bit of a woof, reset oh, actually we could have said you could invest in a dog <laughs> Oh, yeah. How many times do I take Jacks out? I'm always saying to you, aren't I? I'm like, I'm just yeah. out on a walk with Jacks. Yeah, but people that have dogs, like they are walking rain or shine because you have that accountability. Yeah, there's nothing that can stop them from wanting to go out and you yeah. <laughs> like you got to do it. And I just put a podcast in and just go, right, and this is happening. <laughs> Come yeah. on then. Yeah, but let's move on to the next subject. Uh, We've covered this in a podcast before, but we thought this would be a really good refresher, especially at this time of year. It is social, social life. (laughs) Right. So there's going to be so many things coming up, whether it's with your friends or your work colleagues or your family. And we want you to know that you can go and have an amazing time all of these things without having to worry without feeling any major guilt or anxiety this is what life's about you want to be able to enjoy it with your friends so there are certain strategies that you can put into place just to make sure that you you've got things kind of under control and um, you're not going too wild and it also isn't going to impact your progress too too much 
Mm-hmm. And if we see if you're with, you've been us been with us for a while, you know that we also like to socialise. Um, it would be a lot easier if we were coaches that said, "No, don't go out. No, don't eat this. No, do, don't eat that." <laughs> we really, but we really want you to understand how you can fit all of those things into your life and still get results. So one of the things, <laughs> surprise, surprise, I am going to start it off. <laughs> with alcohol (laughs) but you know this is very important to me so uh if you're somebody that does like to uh, have a drink or two um if you're going out let's get real you know if you're gonna have a drink when you're meeting your friends then let's get rid of those midweek drinks when you're cooking let's say no to those and enjoy the drinks that we're going to have when we're actually socializing um choosing low calorie drink options can be a huge game changer in terms of banking calories so swap sugary cocktails some of those have like 400 calories in and opting for like a low calorie drink like a um, vodka soda lime or something like that you know a spirit and a low-calorie um, soda or zero-calorie soda, that can help you big time. Yeah. And thinking about, I'm a broken record, I know, but planning ahead of time, <laughs> I bore myself, but when you're planning ahead, you kind of got that control. So you know that when you get to a restaurant with your friends or you get to Uh, a sit-down meal, whatever, you've had a look on the website at the menu and you've had a little look through and you thought, right, well, I could order that or I could order that. That means that when you get there and you're rushed and you have to order very quickly or you're distracted and or you're really hungry, (laughs) you're not making those um, poor decisions. You can make, you can choose a really healthy, delicious meal in advance, know what you're going to have. And then also with your drinks, you can use this strategy. So if you want to have, okay, I'm going to have two gin and tonics tonight. You can go onto your MyFitnessPal app. You can literally write in two shots of gin, two low-calorie tonics. And you then you kind of set yourself that own boundary because you've made an agreement with yourself that that's what you're going to have. And don't get me wrong, sometimes it doesn't always work. <laughs> And you go, oh, go on, I have another Prosecco and I'll put that in later. But (laughs) as a rough guide, it can be beneficial just to kind of think ahead. Yeah. Um, And then we've got this one, peer pressure. This is huge. I think that this is something that can really um, affect the way your night goes. You could go out with the best intentions and you could attract everything and know what you're going to eat and plan ahead. But once you get there and you've got that peer pressure, people go, no, why are you doing that? No, I'll have another drink. Oh, don't be boring. That's boring. This is when you have to be headstrong and know what your goals are. Does this choice align with what you want and make that decision based on what you want and not what your friend or your colleague or your partner or whoever it is is telling you to do yeah and also if it is a colleague thing or a work thing then they might wake up with beer fear and you're not going to have that <laughs> oh sneaky you say no i'm okay because, i want to feel you know great a lot tomorrow. of the time when people 
pressuring you to drink more, they're actually quite drunk themselves and they won't remember the next day whether you've drunk or not, if I'm honest. So you can just pretend that you are. You could almost have like a a slimline tonic in your your glass and they wouldn't know the difference. You could say, I'm having a gin. Oh, yeah, Yeah. that's so true. Oh, yeah, let me get the round and then you just get yourself whatever you want and get them because in all honesty I mean I have been that person like come on have another drink don't be silly stay out that is because I want them to stay out that's because I it's myself I'm having a nice time and I want people to stay with me so those people are always doing it for themselves they're thinking about themselves rather than you definitely guilty Um, (laughs) okay um so what about if you're going out to a three-course meal you've been invited with some friends one thing you can do here is just say actually I'm going to go for two courses save yourself either the starter or the dessert and just that will cut out alone like 500 600 calories um don't ever feel like you need to go for the three courses yeah that's basic but that's a fabulous one it works it really really does also sometimes if you if you don't mean you've got eyes bigger than your belly yesterday had a oh roast God, dinner. That is me yeah you know when especially they get you because it's like oh could have could have three courses and it's only this much or like could have two courses and it costs this or if i get three it's only this much and it's like hold on a second i just wanted to have the roast dinner and luckily we didn't get a starter because we had the the roast it was huge and I wasn't even I was too full to have dessert but if you say ahead of time yeah I'm gonna have the three courses then that's that's you know that's a huge difference in terms of calories and um and you probably wouldn't have needed it we're going to stop ourselves right there. It's time for an ad break um, but we're not sponsored yet so we've decided to promote ourselves Research shows that you can burn 3.2 calories by pressing the like and subscribe button. So if you're enjoying the podcast, then it would mean so, so much to us if you could do this and share it with your friends and family and help us build this incredible community. Okay, self-promo over. Let's get back to the podcast. Finally, on this one, the old phrase that we love and we hear time and time again I've fallen off the wagon. It all went wrong last night. I mucked everything up and now all my progress is ruined. Yeah, we have no wagons at Fitzy Project. This wagon is your life. Um, So if you've fallen off this thing that we keep talking about, the wagon, then you know what we're going to do? We're going to get back on it. And we. this is our life. This is our life. It's always going to be moments that aren't perfect. So to then have one evening and wake up the next day and think, well, I am going to keep this going and I feel awful, but I'm going to continue feeling awful. I'm going to make myself feel worse. I'm going to let this go on for another day. And then tomorrow I'm going to wake up and do the same thing. No, we are not doing that. We're going to start from afresh. We're going to go get your walk in, (laughs) wherever that is in your shopping center or on your walking pad or in the gym. (laughs) And um, we're going to get back to it. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be the next day. If you've had like a brunch with friends, a boozy brunch or something, um, then that evening when you get home, you could have a healthy dinner. You could just go straight back to your routine while having like a lovely time. Um, So yes, 
there's no wagons here. You're just going to get straight back into routine. Literally no harm done. No big drama. You're going to feel so much better, especially like even if it's a hangover day. No, because sometimes it's actually those hangover days that um, cause more damage than the night before. Mm. Because you don't move, you're lying on the sofa, you don't yeah. move, and you think, oh, and you're like a bottomless pit. Yeah, yeah, like the breakfast. You're like, oh, I need, <laughs> I need a bacon sandwich. Oh, I need a McDonald's. Oh, I need. Oh, Shane, that'd be me. Shane, Shane, will you go to Tesco's and get me some chocolate? Like, you know, we that's it. We've been there. That is us. Like. <laughs> we know we know but um no we're not doing that here (laughs) no talking of that we move on to (laughs) nice segue Charles we move into comfort eating oh I think during this time of year we all want to be cozy and we're sort of around the house a bit more and maybe you overeat a little bit more because you're cold and you want to feel nice and snug. So one thing that I would like you to all think about is have you set yourself up for success or have you set yourself up to fail? Because I'm telling you, if your cupboards are packed with all of your favorite treats, then actually you're making it really hard for yourself. And that doesn't mean that you have to chuck everything out of your, your cupboards. But Maybe make things less accessible to you. Maybe put something at the back of your cupboard behind some tins so that every time you go to grab something indulgent, you actually have to make the conscious effort rather than it becoming unconscious. And it has to become a decision that you've had to make. And I don't know the pause before you before you reach for food and before you reach for that comfort can be really helpful in thinking, actually, I don't know whether I actually need this right now. I could probably have like a herbal tea or I could have a nice coffee or something to give me the same effect. Mm. What are your things, Maz? What are your things that in winter you're like, oh, like what are your comforts? Yeah, well, I do like, I do quite like a mint tea. That can be quite warming to me. Um, what, you crave that? I don't crave it, but I would say oh. that if I was looking for something quite comforting in the middle of the oh. afternoon. Yeah. Um, so I guess it doesn't always have to be about food either. You could always think about making your environment and your surroundings comforting. Like you could put on some candles or you could put on some nice music or you could get a nice blanket are there other ways that you can comfort yourself rather than food? Because a lot of the time it won't be that you're hungry. Um, it'll just be that you're seeking that kind of warmth and coziness. Mm, you know what I might invest in this year? If you've got a heated blanket. Yeah, I do. I have oh, everything. Do? Yeah, I do. <gasps> I have everything that you can imagine that is like warming during the winter because I get so mm. cold. Mm. My my parents actually just sent me this thing called an oogie. Is it an oogie or an oogie? <laughs> and it's that? basically, I was like, what is this? I opened it up and it's this jumper that is like a blanket. <laughs> and it's hilarious. I'll send it's huge. I mean it's so oh big. But it, 
so cozy um but I don't feel like I can be wearing it during the day just yet because I feel like I'm uh, meant to be a working professional and then <laughs> look at me just sitting there with this big oogie <laughs> I want to see your oogie because we have meetings in your oogie very seriously yeah <laughs> um and also in terms of um you know comfort eating um I think that oh, there is something about I always do get a bit hungrier um and crave certain really sort of you know different foods in um in the winter I want to sort of st- I do crave starchy foods so that's when um being clever about volume eating is going to help you out big time so as choosing foods that are going to actually fill you up and give you good bang for your buck with your calories is going to help you so you know that um oh I got those butternut do you see I got butternut squash noodles Maz no I haven't seen that yeah, in Marks and Spencer's, I just got them on my lunch break. Um, and so good. Butternut squash, I tell you, when I was dieting, I would have butternut squash in my lunchbox pretty much every day, the little um, square cubes. Yeah. And uh, and they're dead easy to, to cook. And um, they would just, because you could have so much of it, and it yeah. was really filling. And then I didn't feel like I was starving, but it's like half the calories as yeah. if you were to have pasta or rice. Yeah, so good. I just got those. I mean, this is super, super lazy cooking. It's those, you know, the microwave bags of Yeah, of great. Yeah. They're, they're a lifesaver. Yeah. They're great. And there's only in the whole um, pack, it's like for two I mean, two or three, I reckon there's two servings in there actually. And the whole thing's 100 and, 120 calories, so 60 calories. And I honestly <laughs> felt like I'd had some pasta or something. So filling, really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, things <laughs> things like that can really help. <laughs> yeah. And other, other seasonal foods like your pumpkin, mm. again, really low calorie. Um, and delicious and then root veg as well make you know makes um, we will say it again we're not <laughs> chefs but even I can do a tray bake where I shove a load of root veg on a on a tray with some salmon or some chicken breasts and make just an easy tray bake of stuff you know it doesn't yeah. have to be you don't have to be Gordon Ramsay oh what about your your um you said it earlier I was like oh that's delicious is it baked apples or baked pears and cinnamon stewed yes stewed apples and pears Mm. and plums (laughs) not by ever do that but that is (laughs) but it was on a it was on a restaurant menu the other day and I was like why didn't I do that at home because I think it's quite easy if anyone's got any good stewed yeah recipes send them away that are macro friendly send them away (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And our last one, we're going to talk about the change of season. Um, so this topic covers quite a few <laughs> really positive things. So dark, darkness, illness, and low motivation. <laughs> what a bunch. Obviously, now it's a bit colder. Illness is becoming more common and it's when to, it's knowing when to rest and let yourself recover and it's knowing when to sort of power through it and what we always recommend to clients is just listen to your body we're not we're not in your body we have no idea what your energy levels are like or how rough you're feeling 
Um, but there are things that you can control and people have seen amazing progress, even if they've got illness or injuries, because they've made um, good choices with the things that they can control. For example, their nutrition. If you're at home and you're not able to go into the office or you're able to cook a little bit more with some fresh foods, thinking about what foods you're choosing and you're not again leaning towards those foods that are comforting and maybe highly processed, um, fuel your body for your recovery. Mm, Yeah. And then in terms of like low motivation, uh, we've, we've covered this already, but use, use each other, use the group. It's, it is harder. It really, really is. Um, but sometimes just talking to people can just have the, the biggest effect on your day and can really transform your day and help make you feel a bit clearer. Um, use music to motivate you, you know, know that, that everything that you do and if you if you move and if you train and all of that that is actually gonna make you feel better and make you feel more motivated like energy creates energy god i am so namaste body <laughs> energy creates keep, energy i keep teasing chelsea that she's come back from body really mindful and uh I'm like, <laughs> all right Right. we got it we got it you've been in Bali for six weeks <laughs> do you know what and on that note I'm going to say my other favorite thing that I keep saying recently which Maz is like god you love that one it's embrace <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing saying it because I've said it so many times uh, embrace the season so go with it <laughs> it's it's cold it's uh it's rainy let's embrace it let's go for some walks get a spice latte do it sugar free get those get those steps in even if it is a bit a bit rainy crunch those leaves as you're stepping through the park <laughs> oh you know god you know, I keep laughing at you is because I think you're saying embrace the season. You know, this morning I went to the gym, I wrapped up warm, and I just like the pitch you just looking so fabulous in your like really autumnal outfit and some big sunglasses kind of strolling down the street. And then I think of me in this season, I've got like a dog walking coat on my wellies. I'm like in the dark walking around some wood. I'm like, our our opinion of the season's very different. <laughs> oh my god, I'm crying. I'm literally <laughs> crying. Like you're off like a magazine shoot and the rest of us are kind of shriveled up. Are you joking? <laughs> if you can see me, like this is not the case at all. But I'm I'm gonna have to the what it is is I don't share probably those moments where I've like not even brushed my hair. Actually I haven't even brushed my hair today to be honest. But um I mean I don't even know if I'm honest if I'm worthy of talking about embracing the season because I've only been back for two minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give it a couple of weeks maybe. Yeah. Um, give it a couple of weeks. Right. Um, <laughs> should we finish? Yeah. <laughs> bye bye (laughs) thanks for listening and choosing us as your coaches if you want to join our next six-week project head to the website now for more info you will not regret it bye